Hello and welcome to No Name Sports. I am Bob Marshall. It is great to be back. Haven't done an episode since late October, and I am happy to be back. Lots has happened. We have a new NCAA football champion. The LSU Tigers beat the Clemson Tigers yesterday after the Clemson Tigers defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes in the semis, and the LSU Tigers walloped the Oklahoma Sooners. LSU wins their fourth all-time championship, um, third this century, winning one in 2003, one in 2007, and one for the 2019 season. Uh, good, to, it's, it's good to see a team not named Alabama or Clemson win it. Um, and LSU, it was a cool story. Uh, Joe Burrow being the transfer from Ohio State. Uh, as a Buckeyes fan, I talked to some people and they asked me my thoughts on that. And I said, good for Joe Burrow. Uh, he was in competition with uh, Dwayne Haskins and uh, Dwayne Haskins won uh, last year head-to-head. Haskins was a better quarterback. Uh, this year we allowed for uh, Joe Burrow had some development and played out of his mind. And now going into the NFL, he went from being rated to anywhere between a fourth to seventh round pick to now pretty much guaranteed to be the first overall pick to the Bengals. Uh, good for him, and I'm happy for him. Um, we're deep into the NFL playoffs as well. The Tennessee Titans take on the Kansas City uh, Chiefs on Sunday, followed by the Dem- uh, the Green Bay sorry the Green Bay Packers taking on. San Francisco 49ers. Uh, but that's we'll get to the rest of the football stuff here later. First thing I want to cover is the first thing that's really bugging the little hell out of me, and I don't like it. And it is the Astros. The Houston Astros recently uh, were caught cheating, dating back to their 2017 World Series championship. The first World Series championship uh, in franchise history for the Astros. And the way they cheated was they were stealing signs. So in Major League Baseball, they now have replay. And in press boxes, or even in the press box, this one happened to be in the tunnel behind the dugout, The there was someone who would watch all the plays and decide if they would replay them or not. They were using replay, tech, the replay cameras to tip pitches, and every time there would be an off-speed pitch from a pitcher, they would hit a trash can, classic trash can. It would make a <clears throat> noise. The, pitch, the batter knew it would be an off-speed pitch, and he... When you know a pitch is coming, it makes it a whole lot easier to hit. And that was basically what it boiled down to. Uh, The Astros have since gotten in trouble for it. Decisions came down uh, for that uh, to include the manager, now former manager, A.J. Hinch, has been banned for a year, as well as uh, the general manager, Jeff uh, Lunau, have both been uh, banned for a year, as well as being fired uh, they both got fired the same day as the bands coming out, which were on Monday. Uh, they had a $5 million fine to the franchise and a forfeiture of their first and second round picks for the next two years. Uh, draft picks are much different in baseball than in a lot of sports due to the fact that it's developmental. Um, a first round pick, ten, often if he doesn't, if he makes it to the uh, bigs at all, will take, we'll say, three to five, three to six years. So it's... Um, that's not a long. That's more of a long-term penalty than it is a short-term penalty. But there's some some schools of thought to this, and I'm going to pose the question: Did Bob Manford, Rob Manford, sorry, he's not a Bob. I'm a Bob. Did Rob Manford handle this correctly? 
I agree with taking the time to investigate. In our cancel culture we live in nowadays, the second something happens, we freak out. And we make rash decisions. I'm happy that Major League Baseball took time, kept this all kind of on the down low, and said, listen, we're going to investigate. And they did a great job at investigating it. And I can respect that as a sports fan. Do I think these penalties were harsh enough? No. And a year suspension is a big deal. Um, there's been one other coach um, who's been uh, suspended for a year, and that was Leo. And I'm, I know I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I think it was Dykstra Dosher, Leo Dosher. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. He was suspended for a year. Uh, back in the 50s for gambling. And that's always been a big thing in, in baseball with gambling dating back to 1919 uh, Black Sox scandal. A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lonell straight up cheated. Cheating can't be tolerated. Cheating is not tolerated in any other sport. Baseball has these unwritten rules. And that's part of the reason why some people don't like baseball or are these unwritten rules. Baseball has unwritten rules where it's gamesmanship to to steal a sign from your opponent with a man on second base. He can look in and say, hey, changeup's coming. Hey, fastball's coming. Using different hand motions and such. This is blatant cheating using technology. And it's nuts. And it's crazy to me that that is possible by... The people who run the team, the general manager and the manager being the, the captains of the ship, if you if you uh, would like to say that, by them allowing that, a year isn't enough. They can come back. Do I think either of them ever get a job again? AJ Hinch, probably in three, five years. Lunau will probably never, probably never see the front office of a Major League Baseball team ever again. It's hard for a GM to bounce back like that. Managers tend to bounce back because at the end of the day, Manager, a good manager is extremely hard to find and extremely important in Major League Baseball. Another problem I have with these suspensions, or with these, the rulings of this, of all this cheating is no players have gotten in any trouble. Will they get in trouble? Or will they get in trouble for this? I'm active duty. I'm in the military. I've talked about this in previous episodes. I'm in the military. In our training... It is specifically said, if you're giving an unlawful order, you are to not follow it. The players basically have all come out and said, if we were told to stop, we would have stopped. We wouldn't have done it. These are multi-million dollar earning ballplayers. Some of these guys have been around for a long time. Evan Gaddis is of the world. Uh, not Haven't been around as long, but are still great players. Carlos Correa, George Springer, Jose Altuve. They're players who should be smart enough to know the rules. Your only job in life is to play baseball. Fantastic. You're living the dream, and I'm proud of you. Great. However, cheating is cheating. If you use that cheating, you should be punished as well. The fact that Carlos Beltran, the now the new manager of the Mets, is not receiving any punishment is amazing to me. Mind-blowing to me because in the report, he is the only player named to have anything to do with the cheating scandal. 
him and Alex Cora, who we'll get to in a second, were part of it all. Carlos Beltran will not get in trouble. There is rumors in the rumor mill and such that the Mets may fire Carlos Beltran now. He has not coached a game for them yet. He got hired this offseason after they released Mickey or after they fired Mickey Fallow. Carlos Beltran needs to be held responsible. This shows that you can sacrifice a play, a coach or a GM for a World Series. That kind of feels like what the Astros did. Now, talking about Alex Cora here, Alex Cora was the bench coach for the Astros in the 2017 season. In 2018, he was hired by the Red Sox. They would go on to win the World Series that year. And they've now investigated it and found out that he was the, uh, Cora was the ringleader of the cheating scandal for 2017. They've investigated the 2018 season, and he's also the mastermind behind, behind that as well in Boston. They did cheat pretty much the same exact way. Alex Cora is expected to be punished. Before he could be punished, the Red Sox and Cora agreed to split ways to cover. Because basically, spring training starts in a month, and you need a coach. So he decided to step down, which I can commend. I can commend him for that. But he knows he's going to get what he gets. Hinch and Lunau got a year. Cora will probably get longer. I can see a two-year ban, possibly anywhere to a five-year ban. This is my personal opinion, just knowing what I know, what I've seen in the past. The part of this that I don't, that it's kind of a, this is kind of a, I told you so moment. Because you've seen this in three plays been instituted, I believe it was in 2015, full time. And I may be wrong. But you see player, you see coaches come out to the top of the step and they stop the game. The bench coach is on the phone and they decide they're going to replay. They need to take the replay rooms out of baseball. If you're going to have replay, there needs to be an instant decision from the manager. Before replay was a thing, as soon as the manager thought something was wrong, he ran out there and he screamed at the, the umpire. And he would yell and yell and yell, and the umpire would throw him out. In my opinion, still, one of the best, most fun things in baseball to see. But that's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. If you want to keep replay, what you're not going to get replay, get rid of it. If you're going to keep replay, get rid of replay rooms. There's, there's no phone call. It is, do you want to challenge it? Yes or no. That speeds the game up, which King Bobby, which is what I will now be referring to as Rob Manfred is, King Bobby's all about speeding up the game. Because instead of getting people to enjoy baseball for why everyone else who enjoys baseball enjoys it, he wants to speed the game up. That's not how you do this. You want people to enjoy your game? Get people to enjoy it. Don't change the game. Don't change the game. Bob Manford is a clown. He will screw up. I think he screwed up the Astros. He need, he, I think they should have been fined more than $5 million. I think Hinch and Lunau, Lunau should have been banned for possibly possibly a an entire, maybe a lifetime ban. Pete Rose got a ban in 1989 for betting on baseball. Betting on baseball. 
He didn't fix games. He didn't rig games. He didn't cheat. He got banned. 1989. We're trading on baseball. Get out of here. Get out of here with that garbage. We'll see what comes down from Al- on Alex Cora. Um, I don't I don't see AJ Hinch or uh, Alex Cora ever putting a baseball uniform on again to coach in Major League Baseball. That is for sure. Now moving on to the NFL. We have conference championship games coming up this Sunday. This, like I said, this is being shot on Wednesday, 15 January 2020. So we have the Tennessee Titans, surprise Tennessee Titans, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs went down early, 24-0, to, te- to the Texans and came back to win 51-31. Kansas City's... Kansas City's offense is nuts. Crazy. Wacko. That was amazing. Good form. However, when you let 24 points go up in the first quarter and a half, it's not good. I'm picking the Tennessee Titans to win this game and go to the Super Bowl, their second Super Bowl since 1999. They played the Rams Why am I picking the Tennessee Titans? Well, first off, Derrick Henry. They control the clock. Ryan Tannehill is a good enough quarterback, and their defense is really good. They played the Browns week one. Browns fan talked about that. We'll get to that later. And I said, watch out for the Titans. I think I might have said it on this podcast. There's a chance I did. Another reason why I'm picking the Titans is because there's four major sports. There's NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NHL. In the 2019 season, which we're, this is still considered the 2019 you know, season, even though we're in the 2020s. The St. Louis Blues were dead last, just short of halfway through the season. They won. They won the Stanley Cup. The Toronto Raptors were a good team, but they weren't expected to win. Won the NBA Finals. The Washington Nationals were in last place in the month of May. Came back, won the World Series. This 2019 is the year of the dog, year of the underdog. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans going to win because it's 2019. And to be honest with you, if you're not a Chiefs fan, you should be rooting for the Titans to win this game. And I understand if you're a Chiefs fan, go for it. And I honestly think there's a really good chance that the Chiefs will win. I won't be surprised if they do. This is a good story. It's a feel-good story. Derrick Henry and their running back. Or sorry, Derrick Henry is bringing back the running back. The strong Downhill runner, big dude, dude, he's huge. Running people over. If you're a running back coming out of college, if you're J.K. Dobbins coming out of Ohio State, this is the time to do it because stocks or running backs are are going to skyrocket for a couple years, and then they'll go back to quarterbacks because it's cyclical. That's how that's how it works. Go Titans, go. But let's be honest, the Chiefs. Have a very good shot at winning this game. The next game is the Packers at the 49ers. So I don't consider the 49ers having a home field advantage. Uh, it's not like at Levi Stadium is known for being a raucous stadium. If the Packers were playing at home, I mean, I think I'd have the Packers, no questions asked. But the Niners are a good team. Hell of a defense. Joe, uh, Garoppolo's look good enough. They have a four-headed monster there in the backfield. Four downers are looking good. However, 
Packers defense is good. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, even as he's aged a little bit. I'm, I got Packers versus Titans in the Super Bowl. And I'll let you know who I got once that ends up happening. Who I think will win it. But it's definitely, it's it's been a fun season. This is a fun season. We had some teams make the playoffs who don't traditionally. We saw someone like Lamar Jackson have a great season. I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan. I've made that very clear. But it was nice to see him do well in break records. Lost in, his, in the divisional round to the Titans. But the Titans were able to shut him down. I still don't think Lamar Jackson, the novelty that is Lamar Jackson, lasts long in the NFL. He's not going to have a 15, 16-year career playing the way he does. You adapt or you die. This whole run first, he can sort of pass the ball, but it has to deal with the offense he's in, deal thing. People learn. People retake. I don't think it's going to last long. That's another reason, like I said, with Kyler Murray. I've never been a huge fan of Kyler Murray because of the fact that I just think he's a novelty. He's too small. I don't see him lasting long, but... You know, we'll see. It was fun to see regardless of what my long-term projections are. See the Titans beat the New England Patriots. Everyone outside of the New England area was happy to see the Titans win because it's fun. You don't want to see the same teams over and over again. I think if the Niners win, it'll be and the Titans win, it'll be a fun Super Bowl to watch because these teams are just kind of fringe teams you really haven't heard a lot about in recent years. This year, you know, they start to build up. And, but, the, I mean, the Chiefs to make it, awesome. And I'm not an anti-Chiefs by any stretch of the imagination. I want the Chiefs to be good. Um, but the Titans are the feel-good story. But the Titans make it. But overall, um, a lot of fun when it comes to the good teams. Some teams who were supposed to do good and didn't do good. The Dallas Cowboys fired Jason Garrett. And to be honest with you, it was a time coming. He was there for, I want to say, and I might be wrong, around 13 years. 11, 13 years. He was there for a while. And he was always good. His teams were good. Never had a bad team. I wouldn't say never, but never had any awful They didn't have awful teams. But he could never get over the hump. And you see a coach like Marty Schottenheimer who went 13-3 and in San Diego and they were still, the Chargers were still there and got fired. Because he was a coach who couldn't get over the top. Jason Garrett is not nearly as good as Marty Schottenheimer and he's lasted longer than Marty Schottenheimer. Jason Garrett leaving is a good thing. The Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy. Do I think that is a great hire? I don't know. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't know. Because of the fact that he was good in Green Bay. Green Bay was always good. But I think part of it was who he had on his team in Green Bay. He had Aaron Rodgers. Is Dak Prescott Aaron Rodgers long-term? No. Is Dak Prescott a good quarterback? Yes. Is Dak Prescott worth worth the $40 million he seeks? Hell no. I mean, I don't firstly think any professional athletes worth $40 million, but I certainly don't think Dak Prescott should be the highest paid quarterback in football. Ezekiel Elliott is one of the best running backs in football. 
but Jason Garrett didn't treat him that way, and he got he got burned. Because Dak Prescott had to carry the team and it didn't work. But they've got a team. Do I think the Cowboys will be? I think the Cowboys are. They don't win or lose. They don't gain or they don't gain anything by getting Mark McCar- Mike McCarthy. I don't think their team's any better with or without him. See, the Cowboys will continue to be who the Cowboys are because of their owner, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones can mind his business and handle his business and just manage a business, not be a personality. No one cares if you're in front of a screen, Jerry Jones, but he wants to be there because he's a big-headed guy who's got to be, look at me. Hey, buddy, everyone look at me. I'm Jerry Jones. By doing that, he's running the team into the ground. And we'll continue to do so until he either backs off or sells the team. Speaking of another owner who should sell the team, Jimmy Haslam in Cleveland. I made no bones about it. I am a Cleveland sports fan through and through. I grew up an hour outside of Cleveland. I breed red, white, and blue. I breed, I bleed brown and orange, white and gold, scarlet and gray. To watch the dumpster fire that is the Browns. They had one of the most talented, on paper, talented teams in the league this year. Six and ten. They went seven and nine last year with lesser talent. Six and ten this year. Personality's gotten in the way. The Browns can trade uh, Odell Beckham Jr. They won't because it's a dumpster fire. They go out and they hire Kevin Stefanski, offensive coordinator from the Vikings. I'm reading here. I have an article pulled up on WalterFootball.com. I just found it. I don't know who Walter Football is. But Stefanski did a rather unimpressive job in Minnesota. His run-run pass play calling was predictable, and he struggled to get the most out of talented players on his offense. Only Dalvin Cook lived up to expectations in 2019. Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs, conversely, were frequently frustrated with their roles. Looking at the Cleveland Browns, you have Nick Chubb, who is a contemporary Dalvin Cook. Could could he be that kind of running back? I think so. I think that I think Nick Chubb is a great running back. I think Nick Chubb will be a great running back for years to come. You take a guy who is okay at his job and you promote him. This isn't the military. That's not how this works for all my military friends. You should actually get that joke. You don't promote someone who's mediocre at their job and you don't promote him. It just doesn't work. But hey, what do I know? He's an analytics guy. He's a numbers guy. Because the Patriots, have they're not analytics people. They, the Browns tried to hire Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels said, I'll take the job, but we need to figure out how we're going to run this organization. We need to fix some things. I want to completely rebuild how we do things here in Cleveland. Jimmy Haslam said no. And offered a job to Kevin Stefanski. This WalterFootball.com grades that as a D minus. Cleveland Browns continually being the laughing stock of the NFL. Other hires and fires. The Redskins uh, fired Jay Gruden midway through the season. Went out and hired Ron Rivera if he was um, fired towards the end of the season by the Panthers. Ron Rivera to the Redskins. Great pickup. However, it is the Redskins, much like the Browns and the Cowboys. It's a poorly run franchise. 
I wish Ron Rivera the best. I like Ron Rivera as a coach. I think he'll be a good fit with Dwayne Haskins. I still think they're the Redskins. Sorry. The Redskins don't win divisions. They don't win playoff games. This is not Doug Williams, a quarterback. Joe Gibbs is not coming back. Washington Redskins fans, I hate to say this, probably not going to work out for you. Dan Snyder, sell the team, or get used to losing. Or I got it for you, fans. Quick going to games. Redskins, Browns, Cowboys fans. If you don't like the product that's being put out there for you, don't go to the game. Do yourself a favor. For the love of God, do yourself a favor. The New York football giants also hired a coach after firing Pat Shermer, also a former Browns coach, so you knew things weren't going to work out there. Uh, They hired uh, Joe Judge, special teams coordinator for the Patriots. Um, I like this hire. Uh, One reason is because if you look at one of the successful teams with the Ravens, um, John Harbaugh was a special teams coordinator before he took the job in Baltimore. So that doesn't have any, that shouldn't have any weight on if he's going to be a good coach or not. He, uh, I think he'll do a good job. I don't think the Giants are going to get better because the Giants are like the Redskins, the Browns, and the Cowboys. They rest on what they used to be, or they think they can reinvent the game of football. It's not going to work. Um, one hire, I'm not, I'm not too 100% crazy on. Matt Rule got hired by the Panthers. Uh, coached at Baylor. Uh, was hired at Baylor um, after some of the uh, sexual assault allegations. It brought the team back and they played in the championship. The Big 12 championship. Good. And he got offered a job. I don't... How many times have we seen college coaches, great college coaches, come from college and do good? And we have Jimmy Johnson, who won a Super Bowl. Two Super Bowls, I believe. Maybe three. <laughs> With the Cowboys. And he was previously at the University of Miami. But then you also have C. Spurrier, great football coach. Went to the Redskins and did okay. Ended up either getting fired or quitting, I don't remember. And then it goes to South Carolina and has some decent years there. Matt Rule isn't, wasn't a great, it wasn't a great college coach. And I have a hard time with the way that college offenses run and the Cliff Kingsbury hire in Arizona. Now, Matt Rule, a mediocre college coach, getting hired by the NFL. Because like I said when I was talking about the Titans, the NFL, or football, is cyclical. It's either, it's a fad, the running game's going to come back, and then the passing game will come back. And then there'll be small quarterbacks and then big quarterbacks. And it's just all how it works. And it's gone, if you look at the history of football since the 1970s Super Bowl area, Super Bowl era, it's been that way. And it is what it is. Matt Rule, in my opinion, won't be there in five years. And it's, to me, there's a lot of teams who are taking these gambles when they hire coaches. To me, that just, there seems like there's other, there's better options out there. But what do I know? I'm just a guy who does a podcast every three months. But 
that's all I pretty much got for today, folks. Um, again, I'm Bob Marshall. This is No Name Sports. I really appreciate you listening to me. Um, if you found me on my personal Facebook or my Instagram, uh, please share it uh, with your friends. I do appreciate that. Um, that is my personal account. So if you found me another way, I appreciate you listening to me. Uh, please don't follow me on my personal accounts. But you can look at me up on Twitter at No Name Sports Show. No Name Sports S H O is my handle on Twitter. Feel free to give me a follow. Uh, would love love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to leave comments in the in the, in the comment section and uh, just let me know what you think. If I did a good job, bad job, if I made mistakes, chances are I made mistakes. No, I pronounced some names wrong. Uh, said some things that were wrong. But uh, to summarize a little bit, what we got we had we had, we had the Astros, right? We talked about the Astros, and uh, and now Alex Cora with her, who formerly with the Red Sox. Um, more is coming down. Don't think baseball did enough. I think baseball should have come down hard. They should have dropped the hammer. But King Bobby, old Bob Manfred, um, he's too busy trying to ch- change the game of baseball to do that. He wants people to. He wants people to enjoy baseball for who they are. He wants to make the nets on the foul lines longer because people can't get off their phones. Sorry, if you bought a ticket on the back of every single baseball ticket, it says, beware of flying objects. I said that my whole life. I've been going to baseball games since 1995. I don't understand it. Quit trying to change the game for what you think people want it to be. It's not putting people in seats. Quit hitting home runs. Make people love baseball for what other people fell in love with baseball with. That's how it's worked. The game's been around since the 1860s, and it's worked. Quit trying to fix something that isn't broken. This isn't the United States government. And we also talked about the NFL season as well. Talked a little bit about uh, college football and uh, LSU winning the championship. I will cover that again later, um, probably closer to the draft. Uh, we'll talk about who's going where and what, what teams need what, but it was a fun college football season. It's a fun NFL season. Baseball, spring training uh, reports right around my birthday every year, February 16th. So uh, have always a great birthday present to me from the rest of the sports world. Uh, NBA is about halfway through. NHL is about halfway through. So great time to be a sports fan. Great time to enjoy uh, what you're going on. I live in Utah. we got some beautiful snow in the mountains. Uh, other parts of the country are unseasonably warm, so enjoy it for what it is. But um, again, I'm Bob Marshall. This is No Name Sports. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter, No Name Sports Show, SHO, No Name Sports Show. And uh, I will put out some more episodes. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day or night, and God bless.